in a world where Discord decides that it can do whatever the fuck it fucking wants. That's right. You got uh, Neon Pocket Dimension. My name is Jacob. I'm really angry that Discord won't let me play songs. Uh, and that's how I'm starting this episode, you know? Hey, maybe I'll bleep them ba- out or something. I don't really care at this point. But hey, it's all good, man. You know, I'm just battling technology, trying to produce this show. And Discord decides it, it, it wants to produce the show for me. So that's how I'm starting this episode. What's up? My name is Jacob. You've entered the Neon Pocket Dimension, a nerdy place where we can nerd out and get angry if we want to. Sometimes I'm here with, of course, Gage, a.k.a. Luke Shop First, a.k.a. Zaddy Supreme. What's up, man? How you doing today? What's up, buddy? Thanks for weathering the uh, the, the <clears throat> bullshit tech storm that we have to weather sometimes here. Our, <laughs> our producer, Supreme, we appreciate yeah. it. Uh, it's because Discord won't let me play uh, Spotify. It's just like, oh, you're listening to Spotify. Let me just turn it off. And just keeps it'll just keep doing that. That's great. What's up, Miguel? I see you over there on the corner too. How's it going, Boxcar Miguel? Oh man, I'm good. How you um, doing? He's that way, far that way. Highly, highly uh, entertaining. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you were here for the pre-show, <laughs> I know you're frustrated, but it's highly entertaining. <laughs> if you were here for the pre-show, uh, which there is no vod, so you would have had to actually be here. Uh, you would have heard me melt down into madness. Uh, oh, anyway. no, I've seen worse. Oh, yeah, it could have been way worse. <laughs> also, we have okay. a guest today. Sorry that this is how you had to meet me and see me, but, hey, you know, you got a full dose of Jacob. We got Chef Trev. Trevor? Chef Trev? Chef Trevor. Yeah, either or. Chef Trev or Trevor or Trev, for okay. those who know me. Sweet. Great to meet you guys. You're doing great, Jacob. This is all very overwhelming to me. So, uh, <laughs> you know, you're sailing through these waves like a damn god. <laughs> We're about to have a fun time right now. We're, we've weathered the mm-hmm. storm. All the all the tech issues are behind us. YouTube is going to come in on clutch. Uh, uh, but we're here. We're here today to nerd out about music. That's right. It's going to be music today. Uh, maybe a little video games when we talk about what we've been nerding out on as we personally do, as, as we do every episode. The vibe new. new, which is yeah, coming up in a well. second here. But hey, we're we're wilding out on music. Chef Trevor over here, he's a DJ. I was DJing last night. Gage DJs. Miguel, he would DJ okay. too yeah. if, if he had decks, I'm sure, right? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I, dude, I've never I've never had an urge to, but you never know, right? <laughs> dude, imagine you spinning with records like total hipster style, playing all your coolest jams. I think you would kill it. I think you would slay, man. To be honest, possibly. I don't know. <laughs> I'd have to try. But Trevor, I'm, I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, I know that you're uh, that you're in the same area as Gage. I can see you in the same room as him. Just give us a little background about Indeed. yourself and, and and what you do, and uh, you know some gigs you played, and yeah, just give us your background, man. Yeah, um, I grew up here. My parents live out in Bayside. Um, my girlfriend and I currently live like what two blocks. From Gage and I shoot. Yeah, yeah totally. super walkable. Just enough to get like sweaty and awful as soon as you get here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I started DJing as a like super, super hobby. Um, kind of never thought that it would be anything aside from me dicking around on my decks playing music that I like really, really poorly. <laughs> um, I made my first big mistake. I got a, a giant fender fighter like 12 inch pa speaker as my first 
ever speaker to connect to my DJ deck. So that kind of shows you enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. And then, yeah, Gage and I played Gina's, Gina, our friend Gina and Brandon's birthday down at the Goat. Mm-hmm. There's a uh, there's a goat themed bar in town called Richard's Goat. Oh, sorry, are we out of town? Yeah, oh, we're out absolutely. Of town. <laughs> Oh, Not we are, sure. yeah. yeah these, Understood. These, these guys Understood. Famous, folks. Yeah, yeah. Vegas so we're okay. Got it, got it, got it. We're okay. lost. We're lost <laughs> Vegans. The, the goat sounds amazing, though, to be that honest. That sounds great. It's a great bar. It's like it's like semi-satanic in theme, I would say. Also, like, slightly steampunk. Yeah. It's, a, it's a tavern and tea room. No shit. Say. Do they do tea yeah. time? Cool. They, do. they do tea time. I can't I'm say anyone goes for tea time, but they do it. And then uh, they That's show gangster. like cool. Um, they show cool like little like indie films there. They've got a lot of like little small punk venue bands that come through, yeah. and then they occasionally have like pretty like DJ parties there. Yeah. Um, and it's a small room, so like even if you like thirty people show up, it feels like you fucking packed the house. So it's yeah. pretty awesome, dude. I definitely have to check that out. That's cool. That's good. It's a fun time. They got lots of goats inside. Um, but yeah, our friends through one of our friends is a bartender there. And another one I worked with, well, sorry, no, I, I want to retract that statement. We have um, two Brandons that we know, both beautiful, wonderful gay men. And I thought oh. they all were all in the same circle. And so I was under the impression that it was the Brandon that I had worked with for years. And anyways, got there, wasn't him. <laughs> it was a really fun time. Uh, and that kind of kickstarted something a little bit more serious, DJing. And me realizing that it could def- it could be something that could fully flesh out into a side hustle and something to do for real and not just for myself. And yeah, we played yeah. a couple of gigs since then, and you mm-hmm. played a pretty big gig by yourself down at the Eureka Theater, right, with Trinidadis yep. and all that stuff. There's a, a show up here that happens recurringly around called Trinidadis and uh, a pretty big, pretty big party most of the time. So yeah, it's like a, it's a pop up like queer club warehouse rave experience and they rented out this old historic theater in eureka which is just a little south of us here in arcada and yeah it was just a ton of fun we had a drag show beforehand um went right into big dj party yeah oh yeah Mm -hmm. that's tight dude that sounds like a lot of fun um there's a there's a place out here which now is uh it's it's now a weed hotel but it used to be just like this Mm. super rad interesting uh, this rad hotel that had cool art on the wall it was like mo- mostly portraits. It was called the Artisan. It was like it's just really small, um, and um, uh, it, it was cool. Like every every floor was like a different artist, and like every room kind of had like different like art like uh, categories, I guess if you will. Um, and then they just took everything off the walls. They made it the hotel you could smoke weed at, and then painted everything white like it's a fucked up hospital. Uh, but when Jeez, it was it sounds like a nightmare. Yes. The artisan is now like a weed hotel, which it, I, I mean, didn't realize that sounds cool, but it was rad as hell before. Uh, and I DJed there like twice and that was like pretty big venue. Cool. That was fun. Uh, That's and then cool, just, dude. I didn't know that a couple other places. What that I, that I DJed at the artisan. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I got, the, I got a gig there twice, but that was like a lot of fun, man. And then, of course, like, you know, uh, House of Blues upstairs thing. I won, like, a contest. Sweet. I got to open for That's some cool, dude. some, some uh, dubstep DJ I never heard of. <laughs> ah, nice. Right. right. <laughs> so what, what do you like to spin? Uh, I like, as, as a lot of people say, 
I lack everything. Um, but yeah, uh, typically, sure. you know, house music, uh, groovy stuff. Uh, uh, mm. uh, I don't know why I can't speak the word out. New disco. There you go. I like new disco and stuff like yeah. that. I like uh, drum and bass. I like, uh, you know, dubstep sh- stuff. You know, I'm, I'm really right now I'm really into breaks, which we'll talk a little bit about. Yeah. Same, um, same, same, one hundred percent, dude. Breaks is fucking huge right now, uh, but yeah, I was been in a mm-hmm. little set and, yesterday. And just fun in general. Yeah, yeah, it's such a such an awesome, um, it's such an awesome genre of music, and not to mention like you know just you know like synth wave or like I'll I'll spin anything. Like usually I'll jump between genres. Yep. I don't know if you do that uh, in your sets or whatever, but uh, I definitely don't like taking uh, requests. And that's why I I <laughs> only DJed three weddings and I'll DJ zero weddings going forward. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> unless it's like a family it's a, or friend it's or a something. High drink it's, a, that. it's a high-paying gig, but it's not worth it most of the time. No, no, yeah. yeah. It was nice to make some cash though. Uh, I'll I'll throw that out there. And the people were nice. It's I think just, if I was, you know, I think like, if I was into top forty music more, I would be totally okay with that. <sighs> yeah, because of the money. But I I yeah, yeah no. And, uh, like, all the classic wedding <laughs> bullshit, it's, like, you just yeah. don't want to have to go through all that. I mean, maybe if you sound like, remixes of all of those, but that'd be Every so much work. Song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so much. So much work. Yeah. Um, uh, but my family, they just all, like, uh, songs from the early 2000s, like, into club and shit like that. So that was super Nelly. easy. For sure. Yeah. Uh, I got them all dancing at my cousin's wedding. So that was, like, that. I always nice. have that as, like, an awesome memory. Of me de- spinning my little, my little cousin's wedding, and you know she's old. She's like, she's old now, man. But fuck, I remember when she was born. I got to spin her wedding. That was a good ass time. So that is what is oh, see, what it cool. is. cool. You got to do that. Yeah, absolutely, sir. But hey, enough chit chatting about our DJ life, Miguel. Uh, any any uh any other like music background besides just enjoying tracks? You got like a cool vinyl collection or anything like that? I've got a very small vinyl collection. Um, it's not huge or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I did try play guitar for a little bit. Didn't mm-hmm. really go anywhere. I'm I'm a very lazy person in <laughs> in general, but like, yeah. I don't feel like I'm. I don't have the what what what's it called? The drive. The drive or the motivation to stick with it, mm-hmm. even though I'd like to. Right. I'd like to do it, but I don't. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. It is what it is. But I've accepted that. But no, I like music. Music's it's, good. It's a, learning an instrument is a massive commitment, and you have to. Oh, it takes dedication. You know what I mean? So you'd have to like it, really be. I dedicated. feel like if I really wanted to do it, I would have already done. Yeah, but your dedication is you know other yeah, things. Yeah, it's, it's hard know? as you get older and older. I was lucky that I found guitar. I was young. Oh, I think we just had to pick up. There we go. We're back. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I think there's a little hiccup, like you said. Um, but yeah, all good. Um, cool. And then, and then Miguel, you, you know your your buddy Hayato, which we has been on our content before. Uh, for uh, what was it? Uh, not St. Patrick's Day. Right? St. Patrick's Day. Um, yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, he plays guitar and he collects guitars, he but I've never heard him play. So he's uh, actually kind of purging his collection currently. So it is what oh. it is. But- Anyway, I won't get into that. It's not my business. Okay. Well, just <laughs> cool guy. Had some cool guitars. 
Uh, let's move on to the Wive New. That's our patented uh, What You've Been Nerding Out On segment. And that's the question to ask. Uh, who uh, I, I typically like to ask the guest first. Uh, but no pressure. If you don't want the pressure, you don't have to. But uh, hey, what I'm not ha- feeling the pressure right now. What have you been nerding out on lately, sir? Um, I, I, so just this past weekend, I went down to the Bay and went to the Portola Music Festival, which is in Portola, California. It's just south of San Francisco on one of the big industrial piers. And it's all electronic, house, techno, breaks, indie electronic, some alternative. They definitely catered it more this year to to open it up to people who are more into alternative electronic instead of just house and techno. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, saw some really great acts. We saw Carl Cox, we saw Skrillex, um, Sam Galantry over mono. You saw Sam Galantry? Galantry, however you say his name. Galantry. Yes. Galantry. And he was, <laughs> he was the standout. Like, Fuck yeah. I, I, I like a lot of his music. I've been loosely affiliating with him you know in my ears mm-hmm. uh carl from, cox is a legend you know, like, too when i was in like high school mm-hmm. what's up oh carl cox yeah he was awesome um but sam Gulantry was just really surprising like really surprising his his set was everything from like dubstep to house and techno oh, damn. new disco he went on this whole like dubstep to trap rabbit hole dope and it was I've been DJing for long enough now that I, you know, same with when I cook, I pay attention to pretty much everything because mm-hmm. I'm a nerd about things that I like totally, like that. Totally. Um, <laughs> and I, I'm I'm adept enough to, you know, to recognize transitions when they're happening and to think about how they're being done, even, you know, being pretty inebriated as we were at that point. <laughs> totally. Um, but he, he was the only set of the night, even compared to Skrillex, where I shit happened and i didn't know until it was happening word yeah it was it, it was just really impressive especially mm-hmm. spanning so many genres um it was crazy a lot of fun uh it, the crowd was really cool too in terms of shows festivals like you know mm-hmm. camping festivals day festivals you could get to the front with no problem have room wow. to dance there's I... this awesome collection of like young like semi douchey like college <laughs> bros who are all still like like incredibly nice and welcoming <laughs> and friendly Something. even though they're like hitting on my girlfriend they were still like respectfully doing it like very respectfully doing it no no, no, no. in a way that like was was okay it was really no, weird like... and then all the way to like like you know 60 70 year old san francisco old gay ravers going together oh, so it was super yeah. fun it was a really like it was a really wonderful experience we went last year for their first year and it was just the best the best shit ever it's all, all the music that i love the lineup, yeah. the lineup has typically been insane last year and this year i've been yeah. envious of it but music festivals for me right now is a little tough but that's pretty cool <laughs> tell me about it i'm you getting too old them. i did you did try i'm getting way too old for them man it sucks is you all it depends part. on it, dep- it depends on the festival right like there's certain some ones you can do for a day if like if you're doing this it's like you just pick the people you want to see and make it happen totally. yeah. yeah 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 you know we have yeah life is beautiful here and um it is a lot 
of walking, man. You are walking up and down blocks and blocks it's and blocks. It's a big area. Dude. It's a big area. It's really fucking cool. But like, I like we are, have begun to fall apart to the point where like, if we go, it's, it has to be one day, <laughs> one day only. Right. <laughs> right, one and done. Um and 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 there's a lot of repeat acts nowadays, so we're kind of like is it really worth it this year or do we want to like take a flight somewhere? And so we've been doing that lately, but man, I'm with you. I love music festivals and wish my body could handle it like it used to. Could keep up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. I definitely feel that in terms of all the walking too. Like we did uh my girlfriend and I did one day of hard summer. And it's Ooh. down at the Coliseum. And it was cool. And we saw a lot of dubstep and we saw Skrillex and Fortet. But Ooh, Fortet! Legend. It, yeah, yeah. British yes. legend. Also saw him last year at Portola, one of my biggest Fuck inspirations yeah. ever, oh, period. Yeah. It's great, um, great, But dude. the walking, the walking kills you. Oh, yeah. The gotta, walking kills you. Gotta sit down and, and breathe. And then you're missing like five yeah. acts while you do that. It's like... Exactly. FOMO city. You're like, why am I even here? I could just go like drink beers and like <laughs> some chain smoke cigarettes with random people at a bar. <laughs> Thank good money. I got to be on a schedule, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Dude, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. I'm like, okay, 15 minutes of this guy, 30 minutes of this. Okay, we stay for the whole set for this guy. We got to on our way, see this dude, this dude, this dude, and then yeah. end up at that stage. And we got to leave this set early so we get good spots for the headliner. Dude, you know. For sure. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm, I'm having fun, right? We're having fun. We're all having fun, right? <laughs> dude, uh, Major Anarchy in the chat says, segues would be dope. I agree, buddy. Segues would be dope. <laughs> it would be utter utter chaos and anarchy, to be quite honest. <laughs> just wait till people start running around in the rascals. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so imagine like seven year old ravers dude and fucking rascals just like buzz it like just have a rascal raver lane I love that <laughs> oh, that's so funny man um, you see uh, Mochi Squeeze in the chat that's my lady uh, she says yeah Jacob keeps a tight schedule at festivals albeit the last time we went in Very VIP tight. I was like no I'm good oh. man. we're just gonna chill um uh, you got, VIP you got any... sounds like a good time. If I if I have the cash, the shell, I'm the VIP festival. The ripping and the tear. Yeah. <laughs> so much chaos. I'm sorry. Uh, I was gonna say. <laughs> I, I, personally, I don't like festivals. <laughs> I, I find them to be too um, uh, slightly overwhelming in the sense of that there's a lot going on. But at the same time, I feel like you get less of the artist than you would at a smaller venue. Personally, mm-hmm. I I've always liked smaller venues. Yeah. Um, get me in a place mm-hmm. where you can only get like three thousand people into it or whatever, however big it is. That's that's what I prefer personally. That's just mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Why don't you get into what you've been nerding out on this week, man? Mass Effect. Ooh, you're back in. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. So um, I realized I was playing it on veteran. <laughs> oh no, we're dying and. <laughs> I had this conversation with a buddy of mine this weekend where he, he played it on Insanity just to just to play it on Insanity when he went through uh, Mass Effect Legendary. And he's saying, he goes, it's not any harder, it's just they take longer to die. Oh, yeah. And and I was hmm, like... just bullet spongy. Yeah. And I'm sitting here going, why do I keep dying? Why, why won't these guys die? And then I realized I'd put it on veteran and I go, I'm putting this shit on normal. I don't have time for this. <laughs> I want to get to the second one because honestly, the first one at this point compared to the second one, as far as I kind of wish they would have um, 
updated the uh, the um, the mechanics on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are a lot of things in, in two and three that I like that are not in one. Right. So they definitely improved yeah. as they went on. So. Mm-hmm. Um, are you talking actually, remaster? Yeah, it's like a remaster yeah, collection. Yes. Mm-hmm. Legendary, it's gotcha. legendary. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So um, I watched uh, what was it? Um, John Wick Four. Like last week, actually, I forgot to mention it during my wide view. It's actually pretty good. I enjoyed it. I'm kind of glad they ended it because it it's definitely one of those where it's like how you can keep making these, but I'm glad they they gave it a good ending and I'm good with it. So definitely, if you have not seen it, yeah, I think I think I think Keanu would like said like we we gotta end it here. He's he was like, oh, yeah, that's that good. Yeah, so yeah. I, I think it's definitely a, a good way to close it. I'm happy with it. Um, it was fun. Um, I tried watching. Uh, I think it was a the craft movie, the new one. By oh, Blumhouse. the new one. Yeah, not good. <laughs> <laughs> I do not recommend it. <laughs> if you like the first one at all, it's essentially the first one, but a little different. It's just it's not, it's just shitty. Don't watch it. Don't waste your time. It was all one right, of those. Um, my buddy uh, talked about how I guess uh, one horror movie a day. Yeah, I forget what it is. Yeah, right? it's, it's a horror so I was trying that, yeah. and that, that's what I tossed on, and uh, not so happy. So <laughs> don't watch that. But it's been mainly it's, it's um, on the up and up from here. Yes, <laughs> it's uh, it's been mainly Mass Effect and those movies that I can think of currently. So hell yeah. nice. other than that, you know, just hanging out, doing your thing, helping cats. You know, like I do. <laughs> nice. Uh, getting cool. into my wife new. Dude, it's October. I'm 30 for 30. I'm doing it. I'm actually 33, 34 for 30. In fact, probably more than 30, to be honest. I've been watching horror movies like crazy. Uh, And I started on like the 26th. Uh, I've watched... I wish I had the list. Uh, I, I have some sort of list. But for one, we watched The Nun. Sucks. Stupid movie. Don't know why anyone likes it. It does suck don't know why it does suck why the fuck do people like this movie who gives a fuck about this movie this movie sucks don't watch the, the nun the og or the second one no the I nun. Don't think it matters i've seen the, the, they both they're both <laughs> bad it's a dumbass movie fun, bad either just bad uh just bad. i thought the first one was okay considering it's kind of like a spin-off movie but yeah i don't know i don't i mean i there was parts of okay i liked the castle i thought the i thought the environments were cool okay I'll just say, like, the setting, mm-hmm. the, the like, the shots were cool. I'll give it to him. Like, the art direction of the film is fine. But the actual nun itself, it's, it's, like, scarier the more esoteric it is. At the very beginning, when you see barely any of it, it's like, oh, that's kind of scary. But then as they show you more of the nun, it's like, oh, this is just a dumbass-looking goofball. Like, who cares about this stupid nun? Um, so, I don't know. I'm not a fan of that movie. It was really bad. Um, I get a, I give that like a two out of five, I guess, just because it's filmed well. S- was that all I got to say about that is that my girlfriend dressed up as the nun one year for Halloween. She got really in, or my sorry my ex. She got really into like prosthetics and makeup and shit for for a bit there, and she did the nun and it looked awesome. Probably and better that was before than- I had seen seen the nun, and then I watched the nun. And I was like, "Oh, whoa! She did like as good of a job <laughs> as they did in the movie, yeah. right?" Which yeah. says a whole lot because you yeah. watch YouTube videos. 
Right. <laughs> so the first yeah. movie, the first movie I started with this year was the Autopsy of Jane Doe because it always pops up in my feed. Also a bad movie, by the way. Um, not very good. Uh, like it has talent in it, but I don't know. I would I wouldn't say it's that that's great. It's that great. Um, I then watched. Oh, before that, I I watched the other half of Fresh, which is more of a thriller, but it's like a Hulu film about. Uh, I kind of don't want to spoil it. It does something notable that's cool, and I think people should watch it. One, for the soundtrack. I think the soundtrack is the main reason to watch that movie, to be honest. Uh, they, there's some really cool jams in that in that uh, movie. In fact, I've added some of them to my spooky playlist because of that movie. But overall, as a movie, like, eh, it's pretty predictable toward the end. Like, they kind of botched some things, but overall, it was kind of a fun romp. It's kind of just in the middle. Um but autopsy of jane doe is just garbage uh and then i watched this movie that's popped up in my feet a lot on hulu called possessor which i thought was gangster i thought that was a cool ass movie i don't typically like art housey uh uh horror films which you could kind of put that movie in the realm of of art housey but honestly, like I dug Possessor a lot. Uh, it is a it's a sci-fi horror film about assassins that can transmit their conscious into another person's body, uh, like via like machines. So they like get put under, and then there's an implant in someone's brain, and they're now in control of the body. And they spend time like mirroring uh, their affect and like trying to talk like that person. And then when they take over their body, they pretend to be the person and then they assassinate someone. Well, and then hmm. they eject from the body That's by cool. killing themselves. Uh, and it's really interesting. But <laughs> there's a lot more to that movie and like what's being said uh, just as like an overall message, which I thought was like chilling and cool. Um, I thought that movie was actually pretty good. Uh, didn't think I'd like it and I, I, I dug it. And then, of course, you know, I've been watching Castlevania, been reminiscing on old movies like... Uh, the, the new one or the the original the, anime? The anime. Uh, I haven't started the... Yeah. Uh, I, I've only watched the first two seasons of Castlevania, so I revisited those. So then I'm, I'm now done with that. I'm ready to get to season three and four. Uh, and then, of course, Nocturne, which is a whole ass other show. Uh, I, I yeah. got my shutter back. I've been watching Lake Mungo which on my first attempt at watching that movie uh, was boring, and then now I'm, like, enthralled, so I'm kind of enjoying that. Excuse me. I've been uh, watching episodes of Freak Show, which is an anthology series on Shudder as well. Aria, move. My dog's trying to bite my feet. We decor- We spent our entire weekend getting drunk and decorating the house, so now the house is all spooky. Uh, Mochi Squeeze did, like, a... Uh, a Hogwarts like floating candle with the cloud thing uh, kind of set up, cool. and then we have like a Gobi cool. lights light strips like above like the cloud thing, so we could put like lights up there. And so now there's just floating candles all over the house that we can turn on with wands, which is sick. Uh, what? Yeah, dude. We just we oh, I saw that on Instagram the other day. We did it. I saw that That's and thought it was the coolest thing that I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's cool as hell. <laughs> uh, I could bring up pictures, but, you know, hey, I don't want to get upset again at computers Look right now. So. I'm sure you'll find it, people. <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll tweet it out or we'll put a – we'll actually do a picture on our uh, MPD – Instagram, which you can find if you look for Neon Pocket Dimension oh, yeah, on Instagram. I'll, I'll post that shit. Hell yeah, we'll do it. Uh, so yeah, if you if you haven't decorated yet, get out there and decorate, man. Put a couple bats on the wall. 
You know what I mean? Like put a scary painting up or something. Uh, I, we got a mm-hmm. scary ass doll sitting on the on the couch. So every time nice. uh, Joy comes downstairs, she thinks the dog's there and it's a scary doll, and she goes, "Eh." Uh, it's just you know we're ready. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm loving Jacob, that stuff. You, Jacob, you're the truth. You're the truth king of Halloween. I just I'm gonna elect you right now. <laughs> Thank no, you. I, I, I would that. agree with that. I, I just think met you and I respect that. <laughs> they, they definitely both are. Um, <laughs> love, I am love very lazy when it comes to Halloween. So it, it is. Yeah, but hey, all that being said, have I had time to game? Not really. And the funny thing is, I just I just keep like the only video games I've been doing is Starfield New Game Plus. I need to beat all like 10 other games, but I just want to play Starfield. This is some bullshit, man. The game has its hooks in me. And you got it hooked. And I'm ready to play some Phasmophobia. I'm ready to play uh, Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed. You know, I got to finish Dead Space. I got some spooky games to play. So I'm just I'm just reveling in all of that. And of course, music. Did nerding down on music. Uh, I went and downloaded all the songs I needed. Did a little DJ set yesterday, just on on uh, uh, Twitch. You know, like I'm I'm gonna try to do that more often. And just having a lot of fun with that. So that's my wipe new. Let's get into Gage's wipe new. What you got, man? Uh, I'm gonna keep it short because we got we got some music to get into. Uh, I've been nerding out. I'm just gonna say I've been nerding out on Portland in general. Uh, I just got back from Portland last night, uh, late. I did a quick. I went to go see Queens of the Stone Age. I'm wearing the shirt uh, <laughs> up there over the weekend, or not even on Monday actually, <laughs> and um, that was a blast. We went. They played in like a, a minor league hockey arena. And um, cool. we bought like twenty dollar tickets up in the nosebleeds, and then did the classic thing where you walk down to a really good seat that no one's sitting in. <laughs> and uh, so we were like right next to the stage. It was awesome. That's cool. And um, it was a great show. Josh Homie was having fun, and uh, it was uh, the bass player of that the original bass like lineup of that band. Bass player just died recently earlier this year, oh. so they did a whole tribute to him and stuff. And um, it was just a, it was a good time. But then in general, just uh, bar hopping in Portland is like one of the best. Like every bar in Portland, it's mandated that they sell food, so mm-hmm. it's like you can you can just take True. that city on, in like by just eating and drinking your way through it, and it's like you can just go all night because of it. Because like if you eat a little and you just maintain the ability to drink throughout the night, so it's great. We uh, we did that two nights in a row and just like went to some amazing bars, great cocktails, and then just like good bar food from time to time. So yeah. Um, it's a good town. I like it a lot. That's cool, dude. Um, awesome. Uh, we did the same shit in Seattle, by the way. Uh, and Portland's on the list, too. So that's definitely a place oh, we yeah. want to go to as well. Um, in fact, I was when we were in Seattle, I was like, let's bar hop. And Mocha Squeeze is like, oh, I don't really do that. And so we just, I just like, just come on. Let's just walk outside of our hotel and find yeah. some bars. And then there was just a whole bunch of bars down that street. And we went to like two or three, and then we were already done because we were just drunk. But hey, fun, and you know it'll, what? It'll happen. But you come down here to Vegas, dude. We're bar hopping, me and you, oh, all yeah. night, hundred percent, all fucking night. We're bar hopping. <laughs> Take you yeah, to I the. Mean, I, I, I all I want to do when we come to Vegas is eat good food and drink good drinks and stumble around. You're in good company for that, and you know it. Hundred percent. Before you move on, um, I would like to take Gage to Frankie's. Oh, God, yes. And even the double down. Yeah, dude, I, I literally was going to suggest the double down. Or, yeah, as well. or the triple down, Whoa. which is at the Punk Rock Museum. 
which oh um, dude if you want to yeah. check that out it's pretty fucking cool dude <laughs> that's cool as hell all right oh, yeah. so, i'm su- i'm super and you know it let's get to the next main year, next year it's happening i'm coming out to vegas I can't wait, man. Um, oh, and, absolutely! And we're gonna have to. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and we're going. We're we're going for uh, what? Is, what is it? Oyster Fest. Oyster Fest will be there. Hell yeah! Sweet. It's fucking happen, yeah. dude. It's, it's almost always the the same weekend as my birthday. Oh no! <laughs> oh shit! Cool. Fucking Shrev Tev, yeah. dude. You're gonna you're gonna have to spin for us, bro. Ooh, we get back to back. Let's back to back it. Let's go. Absolutely. Woo! Okay. You. Oh, we're having fun. Um, okay, let's get into the main event, ladies and gentlemen. Um, uh, no thanks to Discord. We will be playing our songs from YouTube. Uh, I just want to get one more jab in because I'm complaining uh, because I had tech issues with it earlier, and it's still still pissing me off. Uh, but we've all come to the table with songs that have come out in 2023. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> we've all come to the table <laughs> with songs from 2023 um and so what we're gonna do here uh if you're watching on youtube you won't hear the songs but there will be a playlist below uh let's make it a youtube playlist why the hell not so everyone can enjoy it um so you can follow you along go. with all the songs that we are listening to as we listen to them uh but uh yeah so if you are watching youtube hit hit pause listen to the song come back we'll discuss it and move on and on and on if you're watching live you heard it live and guess what that's why you should watch us live at twitch.tv slash neon pocket dimension every tuesday or wednesday 7 p.m pacific time or a little bit later if we have weird issues uh so let's move on that is hot uh, it is definitely hot. <laughs> so let's Absolutely. move. Let's move it's on. Room, legitimately. <laughs> let's move on to some songs. We got three songs each, uh, and we're gonna start with Miguel's song. So uh, here, here we go. Oh wait, you said in the opposite order, didn't you? Yeah, in the opposite order. And if I'm not mistaken, I think uh, I know what the last song was that I sent you. Oh yeah, I, you know what? I added them. I, I already, I already did this. Okay, perfect. Just making sure I had them in the right order. Oh, so. I, I think it's Doom Regulator. Yes. That's your introduction. Here we go. Yeah, that's my introduction for it. Starting like with Doom Regulator by Raid. No, it's Raid by Doom Regulator. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, I'm not on the app I always use, so do I don't intro. know how to read stuff. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Here we go. All right, super cool. They have yeah. it has like a it has a total um, uh, kind of mighty Boston's vibe going on. I like it. Yeah. So what I'll say is, like if, you didn't, mm-hmm. if you didn't, if you didn't recognize any of the voices, that's Tim <laughs> Armstrong from Rancid. Oh shit! Oh, okay. Jesse from Off totally. Ivy, and it is their new uh, kind of uh, they're doing. They're, they're basically they basically got back together. It's on the um, it was originally called Bad Optics. I don't know why they changed the name to Doom Regulator. That's the only song they've put out. But huh. I'm. It's not their best song. But 
but I, I, I feel like I, I, I'm I'm waiting to see what they come out with as far as if they actually put out an album or not. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know if you guys know Op Ivy or not, but Op Ivy is, you know, fucking Op Ivy. Yeah, of course. Iconic. So, I, I mean, no like, some, like, old-ass shit, it's great. It's amazing. Operation Ivy is great. But, um, yeah, that's why I chose that song. Cool. I liked it. Good I time. thought it. I thought it was great. It 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 had ska vibes, but to me, it it played more like reggae, like mm-hmm. just reggae that's a little faster. You know what I mean? Ska is reggae, oh. friend. I know that. I know that. <laughs> but I'm saying that like it felt more reggae than ska to me. You know what I mean? It had more but of a reggae yeah. vibe to it, which I thought was cool as hell. Well, it definitely had a reggae. Yeah, yeah. It definitely felt like it had like a, a reggae groove. Mm-hmm. Um, but even like like the 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 vocals would definitely gave me um, yeah right sorry guys your first time <laughs> um, no you're good you're good no, no gave problem, me, like man. clash clash vibes yeah 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 I could see that which again kind of mm-hmm. you know that falls into the same thing but also to be fair I'm I'm definitely not well versed actually like ska punk reggae are are three of the things I'm least well versed in. Oh. And I, I definitely appreciate them. I just don't know much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I recommend really cool. you listen to a little more of all that, honestly. It's yeah, all, it's all totally. good stuff. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's the only song they currently have out. Mm-hmm. I think it's good. Listen other stuff, just, there's there's not endless Rances and Operation Ivy to be. Yes, exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it sounded really raw, like the way it was recorded. Uh, I don't know if they may have used like older mics or like an older system, uh, but it sounded like a retro track, uh, which I, you, if you know me, you know, I really appreciate that kind of thing. Uh, okay. So let's move, let's move on to yeah, the next cool. track, uh, which is over mono blowout. Uh, chef Treb picked this track. You want to introduce this or yep. jump oh, yeah, right into going it around Robin like this? I like that. That's great. Yeah. I'm going to just um, bounce yeah. this around. It's, it's their their the latest song they released. Um, I got into them like probably two years ago. They started getting pretty big. It's a mm-hmm. bunch of it's these two brothers from Wales, and one of them is like a a break DJ and producer, and one of them is a big techno producer. They kind of came together and found the roots and released an album that's really really good um, called Good Lies. And then this is the first thing they released after that. And it's just great. I heard it and I was like, oh, I need to DJ this, like, immediately. <laughs> I think I have this there song, too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, let's, let's play it. Uh, let me resize this, and then you can see the picture as well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, a little, little taste. Also, all, all of their... Yeah. Oh, yeah. go ahead. Sorry. All their album artwork is dogs, and they like their dogs, and that's a that's nice so thing. Random. That's a nice thing. That's great. <laughs> I give them credit for that. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, All right, so 100%. Here, here we go. This is Over Mono Blowout. Oh, yeah, I do have this song. Oh, yeah, I can already Breaks. Uh, that yeah, it's just cool. It's just cool ass production. Mm-hmm. 
That song is a good it's example. Got a little, it's got a little Fredigan in it for sure. I hate mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's this big uh, breaks movement happening right now in dance music, and this is like an, a great representation of that. Uh, I I think I have one in my little set of songs I'm picking as well, just because it needs to be called out. Like I feel like people talk about the underground uh right now i think the underground is breaks uh breaks has been around since forever but there's just like such a massive breaks movement in electronic music that a lot i I feel like people who know know but a lot of people are just like "Ah, what are you talking like why do you keep saying breaks jacob (laughs) (laughs) for sure but also people who don't no also do know like if, if you're a hip-hop fan at all you know why like you, you breaks there there's just a certain they're the, built into there's the a certain something thing. yeah yeah there's a certain that's something that happens when you hear a drum break like that and it's it's really it, it motivates you whether it's to like dance to think to to walk there's something really humanly driving about that mm-hmm yeah. Yeah, it's a pedestrian rhythm, I think. You know, like mm-hmm. it's definitely like sound of, sound of the street, one way or another. Yeah, I mean, you know, a breakbeat is synonymous with a lot of genres of music. Uh, you know what I mean? So obviously, with hip hop, it slowed down a lot. I mean, with R and B, so many songs are breakbeat, but like we don't call that breaks; we call that hip hop, or we call that R and B, right? Uh, but right. you know, just speed it up and people dance to it. That's just dance music in general, though, right? <laughs> totally yeah i would imagine so i will so, yeah. say before he sorry not carry on you're good dude. you're good go ahead um just before we carry on uh this was one of the acts we saw at portola and they do all of their music on since they do okay. a fully live set and it was crazy because you could hear you could hear the human inconsistency mm-hmm. and the imperfection and it it was it was just so intense. They were they were drumming everything. They had pushes. They had moves. Oh, yeah. They had like the whole the whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. And it was yeah, it was just really impressive to see music that complex come through like that. It also kind of makes it it adds an element of like uh, I don't know. I mean, just from experiencing live electronic sets before, like it adds a level of like almost punk to it, where it's like oh totally like it feels like visceral in a way that that a DJ set just can never fully achieve, and it's like. Oh, you just like get really excited mm-hmm. about like someone landing like a drop in real time. You know? Doing it perfectly. <laughs> it's totally. Like, it's why it's so cool. Yeah, well said. Well said. Hell yeah, that's amazing stuff. Uh, the next track is, of course, Skrillex and Bobby Raps. The song "Don't Leave Me Like This," uh, which I is this the one? Is this the breaks track on the album? There is a breaks track. Uh, oh no. Wait no, that's that's another track, uh, but that's also that's good. Track. This the, the reason I picked this track. This isn't my favorite track on the record by any by any means, mm-hmm. um, but it, there I, the I think this record. My history with Skrillex is. Wait, can I pause real quick and yeah. say is this might not be the right song? Are you going for Quest for Fire? Please don't leave me like this. Or are you going for the? That's true, Jacob. Don't I, come too close or whatever yeah. it is. So my whole thing with this album is that like my, my the history a brief history with Skrillex. Skrillex has been super cringe in times before, but um, the way I've likened this album to is is that this is like the God of War 2018 of of mm. Skrillex's career, and mm-hmm. what I mean by that is that Skrillex was <sighs> uh-huh. really popular, was really popular in a different time, 
when we were all maybe a little bit less um, cultured or I don't know how to say it. Nuanced. When our taste, our taste was a little bit. Yes, I'm a nerd. Yes, I'm a nerd. I'm a nerd. Great job. <laughs> Continue. Sorry. <laughs> his first album, Scary, Mo Scary Monsters and Night Sprites, was beloved at the time. It changed dubstep forever, arguably in a in a bad way, in so in my opinion, in hindsight. Yeah. Could um, be. Yeah. But it was still it was still groundbreaking at the time, and at the time it was really hard, and it was a sound that you'd never heard before, um, and it was something that was like pretty damn popular. Um, but then as time went on, like again, bro step took over from like what used to be mm -hmm. a, a genre that was really niche and kind of cool and emotional underground yeah underground yeah. and special in a lot of ways um the beginning days of dubstep were some of my like favorite um Rusko, baby times in music yeah it was good and and it felt like at the time it was a genre of music that was like rebellious and uh, mm -hmm. it was something that i was really missing from like the the music of old that i used to look at like uh anti-war music or punk rock music or hip-hop movements like, like it felt like something that was kind of art at the time for mm -hmm. my generation and then it quickly turned into something that was very much not something i wanted to associate with anyways all that to be said mm -hmm. that now someone grows up with you right just like um uh the games industry grew up and then makes it and then this album feels to me like uh retaining a that same level of like the identity that it was when scary monsters came out but then with this sort of evolved sense of Self and progression and growth and then and when this album dropped this year i just kept remember looking back on it being like perfect like skrillex has literally sunny moore has literally grown up with us and put out an album that like is really i think pretty special so like that, mm -hmm. i know that i know that was the nerdiest diatribe of all time but i just i'm really i'm really i'm, I'm with you all. It's the, it's the 2018 of of, mm -hmm. of uh like of pop edm like let's put it that way all right Let's hear it. There you go. Here we go. Let's yeah. get this guy on <laughs> your fucking channel. <laughs> also, the artwork for all of this album is impeccably super good. Dope. Yeah, it's like, so could, it's okay. Could be a manga. Could could be a video game. Like, oh. yeah, the the artwork is fucking cool as hell. For the record, I dig the other version a little bit more, but they're both great. I haven't given the the uh, the reason I uh, uh, and shout out yeah thanks Drunken Monkey in the chat for uh, for gifting a tier one sub uh, that's huge. Um, the reason I wanted to hear that drop is because in the lead up to that drop and then when it cuts off the sound. And it says, "Don't don't get it twisted. We're still." And then it cuts to this sample of, "Oh my God!" Which is like from yeah the original, which is from that's from Scary Monsters, Scary Monsters and yeah. Dice Stripes. Mm -hmm. It's the Cup Girl. Oh Man, my God! Is cup girl. Yeah. 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 And, and again, that idea of just being of, of just of like saying like, "Hey, I'm still Skrillex, but like we're going in a totally new direction here." So like, I just I just think that's really interesting. Again, this is like mm -hmm. totally not my favorite song on the record whatsoever. I just think it's a good illustration of like the All evolution. Right, this is the next step. Let's go. Sunny, yeah. Sunny's and evolution. So yeah. also back around at the end of the record, he he goes into this whole. He does uh, one of the songs that I'll have on here at some point, but he goes into this whole breakdown, which is I think it's Hazel theme. Mm -hmm. um, 
and then still with my uh, not with my friends uh, still here with the ones, that I, with the ones with. that I came with oh that's and it's dude. essentially this melodic it's this melodic breakdown that is the same as the first song on his album and i but in this in this beautiful way that sums up exactly what you just said yeah mm-hmm. it, it just it's just this, this like incredible um sense of of understanding and comprehension of where he is mm-hmm. and and deep appreciation for the journey like everything yeah. like ever yeah. like it, seeing also seeing skrillex play like that dude knows how dope his life is like he's living his his best wildest dreams and he knows it mm-hmm. in a way that is very human yeah cool yep i'm into it um that still here uh with the ones i came with is that's my favorite song in the album because that's the breaks Dude. one that i was talking about yeah uh miguel yeah. what's your take on yeah. all this man you you like this stuff is it whatever so i mean it, it's not necessarily bad but it's for me it's it's very much like you said whatever mm-hmm. like it's there am i gonna look it out probably not to be honest <laughs> with you. it's just it's just beeps and boops man that's all right. That's all right. Beeps and boops, dude. <laughs> it's just beeps and boops. Um, but no, yeah, that that song oh, really uh, is good. Chat, drink chat in the chat in the chat real fast. Oh, uh, we got we're uh, drinking Modelo's over here, and then ooh. Razor Five over there. I got the White Rascal, and then mm-hmm. I I've already finished the fifteen fifty four. Ooh, New Belgium. Nice yeah, Palisader. Nice. Hot Valley. Oh, Hot yeah, Valley's good. All those Hot Valley ones are really good. I like the stash panda a lot, but I don't know if it's because I like the beer or if I just like that it's a uh, the name like raccoon reference. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also is it's it a raccoon trash reference? Panda. Is it trash a panda? Yeah, panda. I think it is. Yeah, they're really good. <laughs> and I love beer. Uh, let's get the next I one. Love beer. I've the, always loved beer. B- bear love motion bear. Um, the next track is one I selected. By DJ Planet Express and Gab Ferreria called Here. Um, this this track uh, shows another one of those uh, mu- like EDM movements that's happening around electronic music movements that's happening right now, which is house but fast. I gave you all my love. I was scared about you. You never made me feel proud. Never cared for me. Actually, this is a break track, so oop. This ain't even Fast House. This is, this is breaks music. But check this shit out. Almost. But it's still in the realm of breaks. So you might be asking yourself, Jacob, that wasn't house music. Well, guess what? I mixed up my tracks that was supposed to be the other one. Uh, so this is also fast, but uh, I'm calling it breaks, <laughs> even though it's almost like drum and bass. There's this sort of like in-between thing uh, that's kind of happening in the de- like drum and bass world where it's like, would you call this drum and bass? Would this be breaks music? If I slowed it down, it would be breaks music. If I sped it up a little more, it would be drum and bass. But it's sort of of somewhere in between. And there's a lot of tracks like this. And I don't know. I just like it. I think the vocal work is great. I think it's a clean track. I think it's a track that, like, probably a lot of people don't know. But mostly I picked this track because I've been enjoying DJ Planned Express a lot lately. 
who's been feeding into this trend that's happening where there's a lot of like almost 90s sounding artists out there. Uh, there, you know, people are making songs that could have come out of like 1999. Yeah, it's definitely a yeah. resurgence of that like early 2000s or aughts, early aughts, as I always. What as old is yeah. what's old is new, right? Right. It's the yeah. it's the younger people are like, oh, let's do this fresh sounding shit. But really, it's like, oh, you it, know, it's not fresh. <laughs> no, it could have been on the Matrix well, soundtrack. I, I don't think it's like they they're trying to do fresh sound shit. I think they're like, holy shit, that old shit. They knew what was going on. Right. I mean, but you know, Gen, Gen Z, Gen Zers, man, like they think they invented everything just like we did. Yeah, you know what fuck, I mean? Millennials. Them, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and not to hate, I'm but... probably a Gen Z. No, I'm a, I'm a millennial on the very end cusp. I'm like uh, one year away from nice. Uh, but yeah, no, I <laughs> thank God. I just really dig the way I just really dig that track. It kind of like sums up what I like in music right now, which is like, uh, if you're gonna have vocals, make it good. You know, sing it right. Uh, if you're gonna put a melody in there, it's gotta hit me in the feels. Uh, and then just a lot of dope per- percussion, yep. and just to kind of showcase that, like right now, uh, the underground is fast. <laughs> the underground's tempo is higher than it was. You know what I mean? And that's that's big. Trev, you're totally a Gen Z by, by vibes. Ninety-seven. <laughs> <laughs> by vibes. Fair enough. Wait, well, what year? Ninety-seven. I'm ninety-seven. Yeah. You should argue with people. Hey, hey, hey. All I gotta say is Baduism and Homework are my birth year albums. So. Ooh, I know. Yeah, that's good. Interesting. Um, I'm older than you for sure. Uh. <laughs> So yeah, uh, any commentary on this this track, guys? Uh, I dig it. I'm super into this type of like kind of uh, melodic drone bass or breaks kind of vibes, and like it's it's again. I like I like the fact that it can be simultaneously like kind of hype and kind of dancey, but also like really calming and soothing. Like I'll listen to this type of music in the morning a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a vibe. Yeah, I'll I'll dance to this shit all day, all night. You know. I love that. I love that shit. Makes me bop. Makes me bop. Uh, Miguel, let's go to another one of yours, which would be All right. uh, Fate by Castle Beat. Castle Beat's fun, dude. I just like Castle Beat. It's a cool sounding group. I found Castle Beat through listening to Black Marble. I don't know if you know who Black Marble is, but um, you know how Spotify is. But yeah. Castle Beat's not Yeah, they'll, they'll feed yeah. you the next thing pretty quick. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> they try to dictate your whole your whole vibe, and you know what? They and do? not my favorite track from Castle job. Beat. Um, it's just a track that came out this year. There you go. So, um, there which you go. that was the pre- that was the prerequisite was that it had to come out in twenty twenty three. It had to be twenty twenty three. All right, so let's hit it. Uh, Fate by Castle Beat.
just saw a, a, an Instagram reel of 300 BPM country music. Whoa. And it, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool, to be honest. Of course, the guy who was making it, I did not like. But the rest of it was cool. <laughs> All right. Interesting. Nice, dude. Uh, I love how that was like, that was kind of like shoegazy, but like with... Yeah. But with yeah. 808s or like a, some sort of drum machine, that was, it was like yeah. if you took if you took like a um, Sonic Youth and put them with a drum machine. Yeah, and then <laughs> yeah, like exactly. some, and, and some some uh, format filters on their synths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. It very much it wants me. It makes me want to like go to like, like like look at brutalism architecture. Uh -huh. <laughs> That song makes me want to like smoke cigarettes and then drink like a beer outside of a Seven Eleven at nighttime. See, oh, my God, you, I, that's what I want to do all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking right more, right? that's an issue. <laughs> like I should just be like, look at the moon, dude. <laughs> Anyways, do you think they got forties in there? <laughs> Looks pretty close to me. Yeah. Dude, they got forties, but do they have orange juice? You know what I mean? <laughs> Mad dog. That's right. <laughs> Best of both worlds. Cool. So Miguel, what's your take on that track? Or the band in general? In general, I, I like Castle Beat quite a bit. Um mm -hmm. I thought it was uh it, it's one guy, if I'm not mistaken, from California. <laughs> um cool. He's, uh, at first, I didn't really like him, like him, like him, but the more I started listening to him, he's pretty cool. Like, I, I like the stuff he does. That's kind of the stuff, like, like if you, obviously, if you listen to it, it sounds kind of like shit I would normally listen to, mm -hmm. but more electronic. Right. So, right. So, there's mm -hmm. a connection there, but. Yeah. So, I mean, those guys are cool. Like, a Beach Fossils, uh, that's like. Back 10, 20, uh, 2010 or whatever, right? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Beach mm -hmm. Fossils. Bunch yeah. of those bands. It kind of reminds me of that. Nice. Yeah, I love the Beach Fossils. Totally. Sweet. I keep forgetting that this is all 2023 music. Yeah. I, I keep hearing the shit and yeah. like, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, that's why we're not like going into the well of like our absolute classics. It's like, hey, guess what? All this music came out this year. And that just that just goes Which to show. Is... Yeah, yeah. What were you gonna say? I'm sorry, Trevor. Hundred percent. There's like a delay on my no, end. No, no, no. You're good. I, I, if you guys haven't noticed, totally. Yet. No, I can see it. <laughs> I, I mean, you just took the words out of my mouth. That's exactly it. Mm -hmm. That's just interesting. It's cool that we have. <laughs> I mean, of course there is, but at the same time, like it's cool to tap into the diversity of just this year. You know. Yeah, absolutely. There, it's is is divert more diverse than I think people might think. Um, let's get into the next track, which is Back on 74 by Jungle, which Jungle is incredible. You should just listen to Jungle. Just go to Jungle on Spotify or YouTube and just listen to any of it, and you'll enjoy it. Trust me, Jungle is cool as fuck. Go ahead and introduce Amen. your song. Oh, this is the first I've, I've heard Jungle here and there on stations, on the radio. This is the first Jungle song that I heard, and I was like, I got into it mm -hmm. recently, past like two weeks. And it, I, I haven't fully figured out what it is yet. It's nostalgic. It's warm. It's fuzzy. Mm -hmm. The music video is enchanting. The song is enchanting. It's all of it's all a one take uh, dance video yeah. with mm -hmm. some of the best dancers in the world. And it 
it's that it, i don't know it just resonates really hard it's really cool awesome so let's 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 hit it back on 74 by jungle oh it's muted i keep forgetting that part yeah, great job <laughs> yeah thanks i wish i could be using <laughs> spotify because it'd be easier you know <laughs> all right let's do this give it up for sister realness well we're watching the video so there's a little extra there but i'm gonna let this play a little bit because i'm gonna pee be right back Jungle just has some great videos across the board. If you like that video, you'll like all their videos. Yeah. They're all like that. It's so cool. Yeah, they promote good dancers for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, my my take on uh, Jungle is like they're a fusion of concepts. For one, almost like a choir. Uh, for a, another thing, it's like there's like a grooviness to them. You know what I mean? Um, I don't I don't really just don't know how to put it. It's just a bunch of rad people singing in a room with cool ass beats like over it. It's like Portishead or it's like uh yeah. sneaker yeah, pimps definitely. but with like 10 15 singers instead of just one. You know what I mean? So it's these it's two dudes, right? Yeah. Two English guys. Mm-hmm. Um it's just it, it it feels like like nostalgia all boiled down and embodied into one thing without any of the things that makes nostalgia boring and makes it shit that you replay over and over and over. It feels like they've encapsulated this nostalgia in the essence of what it is. It feels like new music. It feels invigorating. But at the same time, like, it's disco. It's funk. It's soul. Mm -hmm. It has hip-hop. It has, like, like house it has like all mm-hmm. this shit in it that is really like you can tell that the the guys who are making it like love yeah music yeah. like mm-hmm. deeply love it and deeply yeah. understand it and it feels like this is them making it the music that they want to hear in the world and not really giving a shit about anyone yeah mm-hmm. and then also pulling in everyone else who doesn't give a shit about making things for other people and just wants to make things that they enjoy yeah, that's the vibe that I get. Totally, Hell it's also yeah. for me. It, it feels very California too. Like mm-hmm. there's this level of like, you know, uh, like a bit of carefreeness, but also this sort of heavy uh, sentimentality. Sort of, you know, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. the the yearning for the classic, but also being like the cutting edge at the same time. You know what I mean? And um, their their last album before their this most recent set of tracks that they've been doing was a big one when me and Aishu moved to california and we, we were mm. like kind of getting our feet and i mean obviously i'm from here but moving back to california um yeah it's just a good soundtrack of like uh sunsets and and like groups of new friends type of shit you know yeah mm-hmm. what do you think miguel you like that um again not bad but just something i probably wouldn't look out for <laughs> just with my personal tastes mm-hmm. that's just me I- yeah. <laughs> I would say I would say there's a there's a they they have a, a like even though that was like very 
yeah, kind of new disco kind of feel feel good. Like they have that some stuff sense. that's like actually gets into some more. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, uh, introspective, I guess, or something like that. You know, so. alternative. I have to look it up. Absolutely. Yeah, I, there's a lot of jungle songs out there, and I recommend trying to listen to a few of them. Uh, but that's hey, I like them all. Jungle's great. Um, let's get into the next song. Uh, which I believe is Gage's called Run a Red Light by Everything But the Girl. Cool. Right? So nice. this album came out of nowhere this year. Uh, Everything About the Girl is like a, is a, a late 90s or late 90s, early 2000s electronica group. Um, yeah, that's some old shit, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. It's some old shit, dude. Yeah. But I grew up, I grew up listening to them, my, my mom and her sister, would would play them as they were like partying in the house when i was like a four-year-old oh wow Um, and so it's like it's like some of the first music i ever remembered like dancing to and i just remember like they used to love to just like turn off the lights and they were probably smoking a bunch of weed and i didn't know and they were just like (laughs) dancing to everything but the girl why do you smell like a skunk (laughs) in their bedroom and and uh and i would just be like yeah that sounds like a good time um and they they took a hiatus from music forever and i guess they came back this year i don't really know the story but this album, specific, this rec, this song specifically, is about the idea of like wanting to be able to go, like have a fuck it mentality, like used to be able to. And me being a new father, like this is like something I'm resonating with a little bit, where there's that balance of like, you know, some nights are just gonna be for you, and it's kind of like selfish and don't worry about tomorrow morning type of thing, and just like that kind of idea. Yeah. Nice. All right, let's get into it, man. Everything but the girl. Uh, by the way, this is this isn't really a dance song. This is kind of a ballad on the record, but I think it, it has it has a I'll defend that ballad. Yeah, I'll de- defend the ballad. It's, good, it's, good, it's the good one. For sure. Not every song has there's to be a dance song. This, there's some bangers on this on this album too. The same. All right, here we go. We're gonna listen to this song right now. Oh, I've never actually seen the video either. Yeah. It, if there's a video, we're watching it. You know. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, it's you know we're having YouTube, having a good time. I guess that's a good thing about YouTube. Whatever. <laughs> Cashed up and all set. It's a lock in here until he says. Yo, is that a is that a fucking ghost back there? A little bump from a car key. back, darling. It's all about us. Forget the losers, forget the morning, put a tune on, and put your feet up. Dude, this is the song Gage, like, puts on when he pours himself a a glass of wine, the baby's to bed, looks in the mirror, and he turns the song on and just looks at himself, and he's like, this is for tonight. That's hot. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like the dance number. That's cool. Look up the video if yeah. you're watching this later. Bubble bath. This is, yeah, this is definitely a bubble yeah. bath. This is definitely some yeah. bubble bath music. Hey, you already got one. That's baby making music. Ooh. Oh, there you go. There you go. Everyone We're here. baby having music oh, yeah, and, appreciate, and appreciating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like I like the uh, snip, I think snip, I snip, 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 snip. I think <laughs> I think I hear a second voice in there. I really like that voice. I don't know who that is, but I'm digging that second voice a lot. 
Yeah. I think it's a lady. Yeah. I also, once again, I have, there's some shit going on with the music in yeah. my headphones, so I, I want to give these all, all this shit. Yeah, go listen to the whole the album, honestly. Listen. Like, the, the, yeah. the intro track yeah. is, is a total banger, and it, like, brings back that 90s, like, electro bass thing going on. It's it's good. Um, um, but, yeah, it's cool. Cool, yeah. I, I've, funny enough, never heard of this group at all, and you said they're from, like, the 2000s, 90s, in late 90s. Uh, so I'll Excuse me, I'll have to check them out. Okay, after that nice quick edit, we're back with more fun. I have a song for you. Uh, it's by Disclosure. Uh, Disclosure came out with a new album this year Ooh, called Alchemy. Oh. Um, it is fucking amazing. It's good incredible. One. It's good. I can't sing the praises Ooh, of this song? Disclosure album enough. The one that gets stuck in my head more is probably the first track on the album. However, this song uh, solidifies what I love about Disclosure the most and how far they've come over the years. Um, even like, you know, like, like we're talking about Skrillex, he's, he's evolved. Disclosure has evolved as well. Uh, their first album was so good. Then Car Call came out. That was also good. But, you know, didn't have as much oomph or like anything like... It, it wasn't as much of an evolution as I might have hoped, although they'd still just produce great tracks. Then this album, Alchemy, came out this year, and it just blew me away. I feel like they're feeding into the trends while also doing, you know, their thing, as as people say. Um, the song's called A Little Bit. Uh, it's so fucking good. Uh, it essentially makes the organ, like, the coolest fucking instrument in the world, I think. Like, uh, as a producer, you might forget about a sine wave being cool. This album says, hey, dude, sine waves are cool. And uh, we're about to listen to why. So this is a little bit by Disclosure. Um, and then I bet you that Miguel's face will be slightly cut off here. And I'll fix it. Uh, but she don't, you don't even know that on the YouTube version because you're oh, just going to hit pause. And then you're just going to listen to it and come back. And you won't even see this. So here we go. This is a, l- a little bit by Disclosure. Let's vibe out. The sound design and the structure of this song just fucking blows my fucking mind. Like, oh, here, hold on. It, it really reminds me of like the first shit that got me into house music mm-hmm. ever. Mm. Like, I, I, and I can't even tell you. I mean, I can tell you albums. It was like Bicep and Todd Terrier, but those don't represent this. Mm-hmm. This was like the first songs that I ever heard that made me like start to to key into what is house as a broad genre and that it it touches something super deep in me yeah totally <laughs> just producing on the fly yeah. don't worry about it <laughs> no yeah no i agree with that and that's kind of the thing is that like house music like at its core is chicago house right that's where that's where For house sure. music comes from. Came from it's literally just a dude on a piano and a guy on the drums and someone on the box right that's that's what house music yeah. is 
But if you take a piano and you you put it in a church, it's a fucking organ, bro. And there's a, so much like there's a lot of deep house that play, uses an organ instead, or like an electric electric piano with house and, and deep house and and whatnot. This is just taking that same like simple house concept, speeding it up to like a, like what's big in the um, in the movement right now, which is again it's it's all about speed, quick, fast, uh, but still putting that like groovy disclosure stamp on it um it's just mixed so well there's like so many vocal tricks happening in there there's a lot of little stabs and effects just peppering this track and it's also almost like a mm-hmm. progressive house track with the its composition mm-hmm. um it's like all over the place with um you know with the patterns and i don't know when i heard this song i was floored originally yeah it's the progression for sure yeah the progression just blows me away and the clean sound design throughout and again it's like everyone forgets that like oh you know a sound wave or a sine wave everyone thinks is you know you just hear that as a sub subwoofer uh, signal but like oh yeah sine waves that's like an organ sound you know and i don't know it's just something about that just really uh, spoke to me All, although the first song on the disclosure album does get stuck in my head more than this i just feel like if we're looking at this song as like a like to study music, I think this 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 track right here is just incredible production. Personally, I I think it is also for me. Um, I listened to the album all the way through once and haven't done it again yet. But uh, Sun Showers was really beautiful. It was like yeah, full on like psychedelic mushroom trip in the redwood forest. Mm-hmm. Like what it feels like when you're going through the <laughs> the dark but loving and intimate woods and then you come out into the sun super psychedelic track and then i i think it's it's either the one directly before or after is just another really cool breakbeat driven mm-hmm. oh yeah track. yeah uh, yeah absolutely that's album yeah that do alchemy the entire album front to back just put it on listen to a groove to it it's so good but the song that will get stuck in your yeah. head is looking for love like i was i was going to sleep with that song in my head dreaming that song and waking up with that song in my head still <laughs> like that's how much that song inf- infected my brain um so yeah that's my take i, I just love uh, that song oh yeah that whole album is just so fucking good um yeah nice pick thanks uh miguel we're gonna we're coming to your final track thanks uh <laughs> we're coming to your final track which you know i do want to shout out like miguel obviously <laughs> You're coming out with the outlier music that's different. It's not Clearly. all electronic and stuff. I appreciate that. I just hope that you understand how much I appreciate you for being like not not just being another parrot in the in the birdcage, you know what I mean? Um, and, and, and I, I hey, really, my next track is not my next track is not electronic at all, so don't worry. No, no not to hate. I'm not it's not even like that. I'm just saying that like I value Miguel's input in this show because he's like always coming from a different place and i just you know i I love to see that like just a counterpoint or like another point of view and i just you know i think you have great taste in music like you've introduced me to some really cool bands man and uh, i always value that so i just want you to know that so the next track yeah absolutely the next track that you've uh put before us is (laughs) piedra del aguila (laughs) Did I say that right? Is that the foot of the eagle? No, the, the, 
guess the rock people if you were to 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 okay, translate right. it yeah. yeah um no it's from a indie band from uh argentina cool so um last i recommended what was it fin del mundo last year oh yeah and mm-hmm. then obviously spotify doing what spotify does i found this band so nice las ligas menores which is um the minor leagues in translated awesome cool. All right, well, let's get into it. Here it is. Cool video. I like it. Yeah, that's cool. Um, it uh, it it's it's really cool to see, kind of like stereotypically U.S. version or U.S. kind of Bond genres interpreted by different languages in different countries, like. I've been getting really into this like Korean shoegaze band lately. And like, I've been kind of, uh, because of uh, No Dogs in Space, I've been listening to Krautrock lately. Nice. And like the whole <laughs> German scene that was happening, like post-World War II, you know, Beatles era, like hanging out in Germany and like the, the their interpretation of what Western music was at the time. And like, so similar to this, like, you know, this feels like slow dive or like tennis or like some of those, or like bedroom, like some of those kind of, um, you know, th- those types of bands, but like put through a, a South American lens, which is it's just cool to see for sure. No, absolutely, I would hunt, I would agree with uh, with exactly with what you said. Um, it's, I like it. I think their their indie scene right now in Argentina is pretty cool. There's a lot awesome. of really good bands right now, so it's definitely something to look out. Hell yeah, I love that. I thought it was cool, man. I don't know any of those bands you said. You should tell me about them separately later. <laughs> Playlist. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Cool, yeah. No, I mean, uh, it's. I mean, that's just some clean indie right there. Uh, if you haven't seen the video, you should watch that video. Uh, I thought it was super rad. Uh, I know the live people watched this, but I'm talking about the YouTube people. Come on um check it out i thought it was kind of trippy and cool i like i just appreciate a good music video right what do you guys think i get that yeah no absolutely i think I every song that. i think every single song and in it's existence like, it's like with one. uh it's like with movies like um sometimes you got to give foreign language music uh like even if you don't speak spanish um uh a chance because like a lot of times like with with movies like people can't get over the subtitles but a lot of times you can get a lot out of a song even if you can't fully understand what they're saying sometimes you can even get past you can sneak in loving a song even though it might actually be cheesy in the native language that it's in um and so you just like it purely on the instrumentation and the vibes which is cool there's also a lot to be said for go go trev you're good. You're good. Go ahead. Uh, the, Do it. There's just a lot to be said for for the the human voice being an instrument. If you don't know and can't understand the language, it it there it's a, it's an interesting way to look at music to take away meaning from intentional lyrics. Mm-hmm. And I mean, 
I think I joked about it when we were doing our, our little pre-podcast, but I can understand like one in probably 25 or 40 words of Spanish. And yeah, it's also like like Mexican Spanish, so I definitely didn't get much of that, but mm-hmm. it's still like it feels like home in a lot of ways, even not not understanding the language, Des- uh-huh. despite <laughs> despite being the whitest person that you've ever seen in your life, as evidenced <laughs> by the light. Um, most of my family is is married in Nicaraguan and Mexican, okay. and that's like some really lovely, deep, grown up with roots in a certain way. So that's what when I was saying I feel safe, I think it was just like like music that I've listened to through most of my like early young in adult uh, adulthood being an individual. A lot of my friends were listening to that music. A lot of my friends were playing really nice indie rock. And and yeah, just to hear it in in Spanish even though it, I couldn't understand any of it was just it was nice. It was really nice. It felt really good. <laughs> Hell yeah. I yeah. would definitely agree with that at uh, well, 100%. Um, it doesn't matter what they're saying as long as mm-hmm. the vocals sound good. It's definitely an instrument. And if you do it well, yeah. you do it well. And if you don't do it well, I mean, it's all subjective at the end of the day, of course. Yeah. But, you know, so totally. I agree with 100, 100% with what you said. I was just yeah, going to say totally baby song. metal, you know? You're going to say what? Baby metal. Baby metal. Baby. You know, if you know, you know. Um, Soon I saw baby metal live. It was fucking amazing. That's incredible. Um, No, I was just going to say that uh, for a long time in my life, I didn't really listen to lyrics. I just listened to the music, you know, so totally with you guys there. And then one day I started listening to lyrics and I was like, whoa, music is poetry too. That's crazy. Uh, so now we're going to get to uh, Chef Trev's final track. That's right. It's by Skrillex, Noisa, Josh Pan, and Dylan Brady. Supersonic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. I gotta pee real fast. Well, My existence. <laughs> official audio. Let's just get into the song, and then by the time he get, comes back, we can all talk about it. How's that sound? Sounds good. Double headphone this one. Yeah, double it up, dude. All right, here we go. Again, dude, the artwork. RPG, come on. Oh, yeah, it's so... It's like... It's very Final Fantasy. Dude, this song is so fucking amazing, by the way. Dude, I mean... Yeah, Yeah, this is the best song on the album. (laughs) Best song. Yeah. Did you see his set where he played, like, this whole album? Whatever. It's on YouTube. The basement set. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can almost almost do it from memory. I'm pretty close. So fucking amazing. do a lot. (laughs) Living inside a shelf, all of these pages can't Oh, what shit! A track. I feel like what a I track. was. I feel like I'm not the per the perfect like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's just. Skrillex just like fucking like ripping ripping us all up and showing well, showing us. Dude, it's like here. This is this is the Man. dubstep I want to make. The, his whole album. This it's is like the, just like you were saying, Gage about so don't leave me like this. How this is that was the introduction to, it was, that was his his um, his thesis. That yeah, was like, yeah, hey, yeah. this is yeah, yeah. how I feel. This is what I want to do. This is like, 
that final paragraph. Yeah, but like yeah, here, totally. it's all building up to me as this dubstep prince of whatever. Yeah, the, as Rolling Stone put it, the prince of dubstep. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> as this like this new wave of pop American dubstep, mm. but with everything that he's learned. Yeah, it's he, good. It's nuanced. It's restrained. It is. Mm-hmm. It's auditorily incredible when he mixes it in his basement set. He uses a a little quick breakbeat from um, Too Bizarre, and he mm-hmm. essentially turns it into this like dubstep drum and bass hybrid song. Oh yeah, it's fucking awesome. It's an awesome track. Dude. Also, you got a shout out to Noisia, who's um, yeah, who's. Uh, Bass sound is coming through really hard in this song. Yes. That, that uh, I don't even know how to describe it, but um, it's the synth. To, man. Uh, yeah, if you listen to Split the Atom, there, there's like this kind of quintessential noise, noisia sound that he takes, and then just and like I think they might have just contributed literally that plugin and been like, here, use this plugin, and he's <laughs> like, and, and he just like took his own style and put it on it, which is cool. that that song sounds like they took 50 synthesizers and coded them into like milliseconds of that song and then put LFOs on all of them and then just cut them, cut all the audio like piece by piece. Like that song is two minutes and 44 Mm -hmm. seconds, but probably took 800 hours to make, you know what I mean? Because of how the complexity (laughs) and the, and, and the degree of, of I'm sure that the fucking gain staging on that song took like a millennia to put together um that's what i mean like that that song is like again just like a product a production wet dream like in in general like it's just mixed and produced so fucking well on so many levels that it's just unbelievable like uh it's just such an accomplishment and it should be celebrated oh yeah Yeah. i think too like it it just shows skrillex is obviously skrillex and has is a, a master of his own production and also mm. he's been taking time off spending time with Fortet mm-hmm. Fred again too but like especially sure. Fortet yeah. and I think that yeah. comes through really hard not mm-hmm. only in, in Butterflies which is you know him and Fortet's song which is right. to be honest like might be my favorite song on the album just cause it, well, well you're it a Fortet it really it's does it. yeah, it's, you're also it's a Fortet so fan Fortet. But, <laughs> I'm a big Fortet fan. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it also, you know, Fortet, his whole thing is is mm-hmm. production. Like yeah. he he's a, a genius. He's a musical mm-hmm. genius and I it really comes through in in shit like this. That that yeah. Skrillex who also I think is a musical genius is spending time with someone who's had a lot more experience even mm-hmm. doing that. It's yeah. like teaching him it's a lot of layers. It's teaching him to give yeah. um uh, give room for space and Restraint. and yeah. and ambience and audio design, which is I think Fortet is maybe the fucking grandmaster. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. so like it, it, it's uh, Skrillex's old maximalism mixed with like like kind yeah. of a finesse that that Fortet has, you know. Yeah, it's maximalized minimalism. Minimalism. <laughs> totally. That was and for you, you Miguel. Through, like, <laughs> that was for you. <laughs> Maximize the out of here. That makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the next track. Uh, this one is Gage's last one. Geese, Cowboy Nudes. Cowboy Nudes. Let's let it... Um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'll let, so let's let it play, and, and, and then I'll talk about it afterwards. Um, it's my This is my favorite record of the year, for sure. Let's go. 
Good song, man. That's a move. <laughs> Hold on, wait. That was a really good song. <laughs> yeah. So this yeah, record is wild. The the the, uh, the first track comes out in like a total like balls of the wall punch in the face, and then this is the or I guess there's one track in between. That's the title track, and then this song comes, and there's just a um there's a level of like revivalism. It's I, they wear all of their influences on their sleeve, but it's in a way that I feel like um, isn't cheesy or or like redundant or like just like doing or like you know like Greta Van Fleet is just straight up trying to be Led Zeppelin right. again and they're not doing that although I hear the stones in here I hear the strokes in here I hear um like there's just a, there's a lot of their influences that are very much like you can feel them but uh throughout the record but it's really it's it's tasteful and I like it a lot yeah to me it sounds like uh Rolling Stones for sure um and I love it totally. you know it's like it's that hearkening back to old school rock and roll uh, mixed with kind of like a new school of alternative. Um, I really dig it. I think it's cool. And the video had some nudity in it, and I didn't know that. So that's fun. It was censored, to be, on- to be honest. True, though. Like, yeah, it's true. It was definitely censored. Uh, Cool-ass song, though. I'm going to have to listen to that album, man. But on, on Vimeo, you could probably see the balls. Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh yeah, show me them I strongly recommend giving it a, a good headphone listen. Yeah, oh, I no. thought you were gonna say I strongly recommend finding the uncensored version of the. Finding, finding, <laughs> finding the Vimeo edition. <laughs> um, that's fucking amazing. Um, any any last thoughts on this track? I just think it's just a great rock song. No, I was digging it, dude. It's cool. I listened to that. Yep. Yeah, it's a great pick, lovely. man. I was, it seems like something that could easily fall into like a, a what is it, like on an audiovisual album. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so this is, brings us to our last track. Uh, it was between two, an honorable mention to "Over" by Churches. It's such a good song, but I feel I feel like this song kind of oh, cool. um, contributes to what I was maybe going to pick that song for, and that is y'all know I love synthesizers, I love synth wave and that kind of stuff. Um, but this band right here has been carrying forward the synth torch, but in the most funky way. And like you were saying with an earlier band, does it all live, puts on a great show, and is one of the greatest musical groups in all existence. And this song is featuring LaRue, who we haven't really heard from in a very long time. If you remember Bulletproof from like the yeah, early yeah. aughts or that yeah. shit. So this is a song by Chromio featuring LaRue called Replacements. Let's mm. fucking listen to it. And uh, it's just so good. Uh, but I just love synthesizers and they're just doing it, doing all the right things in this track. Uh, so let's fucking listen to it. Here we go. Growing up, I would refuse to admit I might have had a type. 
But every new encounter would never quite amount to my appetite And now I don't know how I should go about it I don't think that I can pretend Listen to those beat. Listen to the percussion, man. It's awesome. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I just love Chromio so much. They call themselves the Funk Lords, cause they are, but they still have this tie of the synthesizers that I always love. And again, they just put on such a great live show. Uh, they do again. They do everything live. All the percussion, synthesizers, the vocals, and then you know, um, the the other the guy with the vocoder. He's always got it in his mouth, and that guy's pretty badass. Although I don't think he's in this, in this track. But the fact that they brought LaRue... He's pretty swag, yeah. He's swagged out, man. The, the fact that they brought LaRue back for this one track just blew me away, and I just need to sp- spread the awesomeness to everyone else. Man, I, I miss her as a vocalist. She was like... I remember like 2007 to 2011, she was like featured in every like like good electro tune for the longest time there. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, 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 I honestly, I miss that, that, that record she came out with was it quicksand um mm-hmm. and the, the back then was so good yeah so damn good chromio just keeps us killing it with every album and like i said you know churches they're, I, they're a great live act too by the way I, he was saying they're just at portola um oh. i saw them at hard summer hard la in 2000 2010 or 2011 i forget but yeah they were so good what did you, what did you think of that track there miguel replacements that's hot. <laughs> well, guys, uh, that sums it up. It's all it's all hot. Um, oh, absolutely. Good times, man. So we've shown you some tracks. Yeah. We talked about some tracks. We talked about music. Uh, any closing thoughts on any of this stuff before we get to the final part of this podcast marathon? Uh, it's just like once again i'll just say it's cool to see the diversity of uh music in 2023 and there's there's even so much more i have a whole list of other new new artists or new tracks that came out from artists this year that do the gamut of different genres so it's cool we'll put a playlist together and Mm -hmm. y'all can check it out later yeah absolutely yeah like uni pinku uni pinku uni pinku <laughs> I didn't play sure. any of her tracks tonight, <laughs> but she's incredible. You should know about Uni Pinku. There's just so many great artists. Uh, you know, like Sam Gillitree. He's been around forever. He's been coming out with some amazing yeah. shit. Uh, there's just so well, many. Pink Panthers. Pink Panthers is slaying every fucking yep. day. Uh, it can go on and on and on. Um, music isn't dead, man. Shout out to the shout out to the Boy Genius record that came out this year. That's really good. Uh, sad girl music. It's awesome. Hell yeah. Um, couple other honorable uh, mentions. Let's see. Uh, Alloc has been coming out with some cool stuff. There's a lot of retro house music coming out. Like old school Euro dance is like back in a huge way. Mm-hmm. Uh, duet is a good group if you never heard a duet you should be listening to duet odessa continues to come out with great music uh alice in wonderland had a cool track this past week nightmare is still killing it uh who else hayden james oh, is yeah. putting out really good tracks hayden james. uh cameo blush also another good breaks artist out there uh who else blossom nia, Ar- nia archives put out put out a really good uh ep this year roosevelt 
still pumping out cool ass indie dance tracks you know what i mean i can go on and on there's just, the music is just flowing you should go out there and seek it out uh and and listen to older stuff too but i'm just saying there's all sorts of music at the end of the day you know but hey it's spooky month so you should be listening to thriller at least once a week that's all i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> i gotta also give give shout out to SZA's SOS because oh. that barely made the cut of being 2022 but I mean shit if that doesn't win album of the year I'm going to be really upset because <laughs> holy <laughs> fuck is it a good, good record nice. SZA's yeah. so good dude also um, uh, always, always. Kaylani yeah. it's, yeah. it's another female <laughs> that I like out there doing making music also new Doja Cat to be honest haven't yeah. delved into it Doja's making some cool stuff. Yeah. She's kind of annoying. I like what I've heard. She's kind of annoying as like a human being, but she puts out good music. <laughs> That's where I stand with her, you know? It's just honest. Fair yeah. enough. Be honest Fair truth. enough. Guys. Caroline Polchak has a great record this year, too. Sorry. Anyways. Also passes. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was like, Wait, re- repeat that because you cut out a little bit there. Sorry. What'd you say? Sorry, Flume uh, put out Palaces oh. last year, and then he's been dropping all of uh, a bunch of remixes, remixes, and like uh, like seems like like old tracks that he didn't. Yeah, like, yeah, you know. So he found this laptop that had had died, and he got running again, and oh. he released two albums of tracks from like 2016 all the way to 2022 that had been backlog tracks. Whoa! And a lot of them are really cool. Yeah. A lot of them are yeah. weird. A lot of you can tell when they're from. Some of them are more healthy. Some of them are fucking more 2016 EDM-y. Mm-hmm. They're great. Yeah. yeah. Two yeah. last things. Nice. Scream. Look up Scream as an artist. Scream is fucking dope. Scream. And then let's not forget, we are talking about Skrillex earlier, Skrillex and Boys Noise, Fine Day Anthem. Oh, Fire. Dude. Fire. I mean. Fire. I almost like, I actually, I pretty much ignored that in terms of bringing it up. <laughs> I know. I tried not. Yeah. That's, that's, I know. Find a anthem and um, um, baby again. Yeah, Honestly, oh, yeah. like they, they kind of have to be my tracks of the year, and I think that's why I didn't talk about them. But I think I we know. should talk about them right now because <laughs> both of those are like in like genre rave defining tracks. Fucking they're awesome! Great, they're really fun to play. They're mm-hmm. perfect DJ tracks. Also, Miracle, uh, oh. Calvin Harris, Miracle oh. is like my jam as well. It's another twenty twenty three miracle fucking amazing track let's get to our endorsements cool. people so we can stop this we need to stop this it has to end it has You're to right. end <laughs> i love Wait, you though yes, <laughs> had such a great Come night it's so so fun and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> thousand years uh, all right yeah so what's everyone's endorsement this week i'm gonna go with fat uh, tire i'm actually gonna endorse uh fat tire bow and arrow Brewing Company out of uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Nice. Pretty good stuff. It's um, a native-owned uh, brewery. Mm-hmm. It's uh, cool. two ladies. Some good, good shit. They make good beer. Hell yeah. Cool. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. I did not prep you on this at all. At the end of the episode. I we, picked up. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so yes, uh, I didn't prep you on this before, but we endorse something that we've uh, been utilizing regularly, or that we like, or just cool. want to shout out on the podcast since we don't have ad sponsors yet. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing Fat Tire because I got their uh, their uh, sampler that has the 1884 that I, or 1554 that I was drinking. Their triple, 
this fat tire and I think a uh, IPA. It's very good. <laughs> Jump on that shit. Also, pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice. Wow. Basic <laughs> okay. bitch. That's, that's okay. I'm a basic bitch, too. It's good shit. Hell yeah. What about you two in the middle? What do you got? Uh, I, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, in, uh, okay, I'm going to endorse having a mini fridge. Ooh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Those aren't, that is nice. Um, it's a total luxury, but like, like, uh, I recently put the mini fridge that used to be in our garage up here right next to me during the podcast. So I can literally reach over and grab beers at or, any point. Or the lime squeeze. Or the lime Keep squeeze. Yeah, I had oh, a little, wow. little squeeze of lime. Just there you go. <laughs> That's high class. Um, yeah, it was clutch. It made it. Uh, <laughs> it made uh, this Modelo all the better as I was drinking it throughout the podcast. So yeah, get a mini fridge if you have an extra hundred bucks to throw or something. Even if you're not mini. Exactly. You can still get a fridge. Mm-hmm. True that. True. You could yeah. just, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say my shadow is obviously gonna be a full size fridge. <laughs> yeah, it's just out of frame, but I actually brought one today. <laughs> Gage didn't want it to conflict with his mini first, so he turned the I camera. Turned, I turned the camera. <laughs> is, is, is little and yours is the full size, and nice. we all get that. Yeah, it's just a fridge. <laughs> okay, in, in all seriousness, um, <laughs> I'll, you know, I'll, I'll go off the pumpkin spice thing. I'm, I'm not a big pumpkin spice guy, and I'm not a big Starbucks guy. I, I quite enjoy nice... I'm not bougie about coffee, but I enjoy some good espresso and whatnot. And you also, mm. in Arcata, we don't have chains, so you have to go either north or south to get Starbucks. Mm. But they they have a, a cold brew with pumpkin spice cold fro- foam, and it is delightful. It wow. tastes like it. the The foam tastes like pumpkin pie, and the mm. cold brew is the best coffee thing you can get at Starbucks because nice. it's not burnt. And gnarly. Uh, yeah, not so, hurt. Yeah. Uh, cold, cold foam, cold brew, pumpkin spice. Delicious. Worth the 15 minute trip to McKinleyville. Also, <laughs> for those, of, those of us locals. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a drink, but I guess that's about 20 minutes too. There's, there's, yeah. there's, yeah. there's a pumpkin spice Oreo too, you know? So. Yes, there is. I, you know, I've seen Try it. Out. I've seen it. Dip it in some uh-huh. milk, doc. Put it there in that coffee. Spice Put it in everything. some pumpkin spice cold foam there you go bro oh my god double duty give it to me baby (laughs) um shout shout out to major anarchy for somehow weathering the storm of us disconnecting (laughs) 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 you can have that that pumpkin pie i won't fight you yeah Um, all ears thanks everyone for watching listening i want to thank chef trev for being here um where can people find you on the internet so they could listen to your mixes or tweet at you or X at you or whatever the fuck. You mean- yeah, I, I would go Instagram. That's, I don't have a Twitter. I don't have a Facebook. Mm-hmm. Instagram, Instagram, Chef Trev. That'll get you to me. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, Jacob, Miguel, it's been a pleasure meeting you guys. Thanks for having me. Pleasure meeting you. Fuck yeah, dude. Pleasure meeting you yeah, Super we had- fun talking about music and hearing a bunch of a bunch of cool tracks, talking about some that I love, talking about some that I don't know. And yeah, let's make a playlist. Yeah, we're gonna absolutely do that, and we'll have that in the cool. description below. Spotify, YouTube will be on both. Okay, um, and to all the people out there, thanks for watching. We love you. We'll see you next week. Uh, get ready for spooky content. It is spooky month here. We have uh, our horror movie episode next week. We'll talk about horror movies and get weird. 
And then uh, we're going to have the week off next week, but some people, uh, I don't know, uh, some people we know we scheduled to be here. Uh, We can't be here, but they'll be here. Uh, So just uh, get ready for something special uh, because we're all going to Halloween party. Uh, so we don't know what's going to happen on this podcast. Uh, but you should be here in two weeks. Guaranteed. Trust me. You're going to want to be here. Some, uh, some, uh, some, some people? People? Yeah. Some, some things are going to are gonna, are gonna guest in for us. Some characters will be here. Trust me. Hmm. You're going to want to be here for that. <laughs> um, but, hey, I'm going to bid y'all adieu. Um, say goodbye, everyone. And uh, get out there listen to some music. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Peace.